Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Well, thank you for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III, and I want to thank you so much for being connected to me on this podcast. We're grateful for all of you who support every single week. It means everything to us that you do. And please know that I really appreciate all of you who have continued to support Next Level Leaders. This is our opportunity today to share with you and to make certain that you are informed and enlightened on the things that we believe will help you become the next level leader we believe you are. I want to thank all of you for sharing this platform with so many people. You've been doing that around the world. And of course, we appreciate all of our listeners who are listening in from the United States and uh, from Canada and those of you over in Australia and Africa and uh, certainly in Europe. Thank you so much. And we love hearing from you. Drop us a line. Let us know that you're being blessed by this. Instagram handle is Joseph Walker, the number three. And uh, that would mean a lot if you would. So I really would appreciate that as we continue to encourage and inspire leaders to be all that we know they can be. Today, I want to share a subject that I think will be a tremendous blessing for you. It's the spirit of excellence. I call it so, the SOE. And why is that important? Because excellence in leadership, excellence in organizations is critical if you're going to survive, if you're going to be vibrant, if you're going to be relevant. And excellence has to be a standard. It has to be a part of the culture, even a part of your own life. Because wherever there is no personal excellence in what you do, it translates and transfers to your organization. When you talk about a spirit of excellence, let me give you a, um, a powerful scripture that and it's blessed me over the years in Isaiah 1 and 17. Isaiah says, learn to do well. Hmm. Learning to do well. Sounds like a developmental process. It sounds like exposure. It sounds like I must go through a process of learning what it really means to do a thing at another level. It is incredibly important that we understand excellence because excellence in a real sense is a product of integrity. What I mean by that is that if there is not a person who has a level of integrity, they will never produce a quality of excellence. Integrity means that I do what I say I'm going to do. I follow through. I'm faithful. There is no malice in my heart. There, there's no manipulative or underguiding agenda. But I produce a thing with the quality of excellence that I believe can produce something to the glory of God. When we live our lives in integrity, which requires a level of discipline, focus, meditation, prayer, that is what produces excellence because it suggests that the individual disciplines and the individual focuses that I have in life, those are the same principles, the same tenets I use when I produce on my job, my ministry, what have you. And so it's hard to get excellence out of people who have no integrity because people without integrity will always cut corners. They will always figure out the, the, the easiest path to take, which may not be the best path to take. They will always go after what is the least expensive, which may not be the best thing that you need. So 
Integrity is key. And remember, again, integrity is doing what you say you are going to do and not only doing it when eyes are on you, but the ability to actually do it when eyes are not. The second thing that I want to share, and I learned this, um, I was in the marching band at Southern University in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the late Dr. Isaac Greggs. He literally instilled this principle in us as band students, and I never shall forget it. The day he said, you cannot be as good as, but you must be better than. I want you to process that for a moment. You can't be as good as, but you must be better than. You see, what that suggests is that there are some people who really strive just to compete with where other people are at the same plane and altitude where they are. But that's just as good as. That's, that's not really understanding what excellence is. In a real sense, you begin to realize that excellence is not average. Average is just being on top of the bottom. But excellence is being on top of the top. So to be as good as, if that's your aim, if that's your goal, you look at someone and say, well, if I was just as good as that, that's really not excellence. It is to be better than, to always strive for the next realm, the next dimension, the next level. And every single thing you do, it creates a different motivation, a different drive. And so that's why you don't live your life comparatively, right? Because people, I often tell them, you know, you're praying and asking God, oh, I wish I could have that. And God's like, if that's all you want, I had so much more for you. The capacity that you have in your life to excel beyond what you've been exposed to is unlimited. And you have to understand that excellence always strives not to be as good as, but to be better than. The third thing that I want to share is uh, another principle that I learned from Dr. Isaac Greggs while marching in the band. And it was this. (laughs) This is going to help some of you because I already know how we deal with time. Be in the right place at the right time with the right tools ready to execute. Now think about that for a moment. Be in the right place at the right time with the right tools ready to execute. See what happens in excellence, if you're on time, you're late. You have to begin to carve out the amount of time necessary in order for you to get to where you need to be 15 to 20 minutes earlier to start putting things in place and preparing so that you're ready when information is being disseminated or when it's time to execute. I've seen this so often on staffs and teams that I share with people that, listen, you've got people on your team or your staff and what's going on is that you have a meeting at 9 o'clock and they show up at 9 o'clock, 901, 902, because there's a culture, right, that allows that to occur because you haven't drilled in a culture of excellence which says we, we're here early because if the meeting starts at 9, I've got to be in the right place at the right time, focused, ready to actually execute, retain the information that's going to happen. That's when you value time. You understand that excellence does that. And when you're like that, you become somewhat of an anomaly. I get it because a lot of folks do not value time. But when you understand time is commerce, it's valuable. And then that's how you begin to move in life. And so it is critical. It is important, beyond important, that you understand now more than ever the value of time. If you continuously show up on time, If you can drill this in your head, I'm late. I always leave enough time to factor in whether or not that could be an accident, a train. I don't just leave in just enough time to get there. I leave in enough time to get there 15 or 20 minutes before I need to be there. That's what excellence looks like. Number four, listen, 
You cannot expect what you do not inspect. A part of excellence here is that when you're doing work, when you're, when you're moving in spaces, you have to make certain that you're not taking your hands so far off of a thing that you don't necessarily inspect the work that's being done. You have expectations, but you don't see how the work is evolving and developing. And this doesn't mean that you have to micromanage. Please don't do that. But what it does mean is that comes a moment in your life where you truly, truly, truly anchor down and you say, I need to put my eyes on this. I need to make sure that I'm aware. See, awareness is important for leaders because one of the things that I try to do is I at least want to be aware of the various things that are happening. I don't need to get in the weeds and know the minutia. That's why you have people who are working for you but you have to at least have some level of awareness. You have to be briefed. You have to have a sense of how things are progressing so that you can inspect it so that deliverables can occur as you have envisioned them. The reason why you have a certain expectation when the deliverables come, they don't look like what you expected because you trusted other people with the inspection of it and you did not inspect it along the way. That's a very, very critical part of leadership. And if you're going to be effective, uh, you cannot expect what you do not inspect. Now, this next one I want to really spend a little time talking about because this has a lot to do with refusing to tolerate and accommodate incompetence. Now, <laughs> need I say more? If you're going to operate in excellence in relationships, personally, in business relationships, in how you hire people, what you do, you cannot allow yourself to aid and abed incompetence. Sometimes we, because of loyalty, because of longstanding relationships with people, we don't want to hurt their feelings. We allow incompetence to continue to stay in spaces What brings our brand, brings our company down. It brings our, you know, our name down. You in this season cannot have incompetence around. You need the best and the brightest and you have a right to want that. And you have to be able to train people and put people in a position to win and not just allow things to just settle in where a person is apathetic about training, no spirit of excellence, no competence in a particular area, and has no desire. Those are people that you absolutely don't need in your life right through here. So it is so important for all of us to understand, listen, that uh, you have to refuse to tolerate that, even in your own personal relationships. People who are not competent enough to really spend time getting to know you, to understand how you flow, understand your needs. That's incompetence. That means I need you to be very competent when you're with me. I need you to be incredibly skilled at what I like, what I don't like, because that speaks to a person's commitment to the relationship. We typically develop and grow and orientate ourselves toward things that have value to us. If a person does not orientate themselves toward you, then it suggests that they don't value the relationship. And that's a, that's a huge, huge piece of this. Have you considered this next principle that uh, your presentation is a direct result of your preparation? What shows up really speaks to what has happened prior to you arriving. You see people who throw things together and you're wondering, wow, you can tell they were not prepared. See, preparation is key. And a part of being an excellent leader is that you've got to spend a lot of time in preparation. You have to take the preparatory process seriously. And there are people now in this day of image and, you know, just creating these images on Instagram and Facebook. We, we are so focused on the presentation, but we don't really focus on the, the actual preparation needed to validate and bring credibility to the presentation because there are a lot of people out there cutting corners. And preparation is where you really grind. It's the work. It's kind of like this. I juxtapose people see the glory, but don't know the grind. The grind is what gives rise to the glory. 
And I think that when you are a person of preparation, you, you, you truly have a system, you truly are disciplined, you truly know that I'm not going to present something that's not properly prepared. Would you actually serve food that was not properly cooked? Just because you're in a rush, you're not going to eat that raw chicken or a raw piece of fit. You're not going to do that. You're going to wait until it cooks. You're going to go back and say, oh, it's not done yet because you value the preparation process. Because without the preparation process, the food will make you sick. And what happens in many of our cultures and churches and organizations, we're making people sick because we are not preparing and leaving things to be prepared long enough. Preparation takes time. It takes time to go through school. It takes time to develop a program that's going to be a blessing to other people. It takes time to develop a particular program that's going to be enhancing the community. And so you have to spend that time so that you don't rush to the presentation. Let's just do, let's just do it. Let's make it happen. And people are like, no, 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 no. We have to make sure that we understand that whatever we put out there is a direct result of our preparation. There is a sense of intentionality and focus and, you know, just, just everything tied to that. And when I understand that, it helps me become a better leader. Now, here's the thing I want you to hear. Here's number seven, that excellence, watch this, is in the experience. I want you to think about this. It's in the experience. See, excellence is not just an event. It's in the experience. It becomes a part of the culture. It becomes a part of who you are. And when you're thinking about excellence, it means that when people engage your business, engage your church, you want them to have an experience, not just to attend an event. You know, one of the marvelous things about Disney is how much they invest in the experience. If you really think about it, there's not really much engagement when you come through the doors, through the gates at Disney. Minimal, minimal. Welcome. You have your ticket, welcome. But oh boy, when you get better to leave, there are people saying, we hope you had a great time. Please return. They're very focused on the exit more so than the entrance because they are gauging the experience. They want you to remember the hospitality more so on the exit than the entrance. And I think that's so important, right? Because when people come into our businesses and if we, you know, we're operating in the spirit of excellence and we're opening on time and our stuff, our deliverables are what they need to be. And we've got people who understand, you know, what this culture means. Let me tell you something. This is what creates an experience. People love experiences. Same thing in our churches. People come to our churches and we have a, you know, a great premium on time and understanding and respecting time and making certain that the people who are leading things know how to lead in excellence, knowing so that we're not just randomly out here with something, you know, just we don't know when we're going to start. We don't know when we're going to end. We're just out here randomly doing something. There's nothing in that that's going to benefit anybody. But when you are a next level leader, what you say is that this is a part of our culture. This is a part of who we are and excellence, therefore. This is cool. Excellence, excellence is in the experience. It's absolutely tied to the experience. I want people when they come to our church in Nashville and Mount Zion to have an experience. Like they talk about the experience, how everything made them feel so welcoming, made them feel like family. Not just an event was good, but the experience was good. You see, excellence is such a critical part of leadership. And I think that as you listen to this, you must understand as a business leader, as a leader, you know, in your home, a leader, you know, on campus, wherever you are, you have to understand the spirit of excellence starts with you. You have to be a person that's incredibly disciplined, incredibly committed to this and making certain that there's no room 
for toleration for things that are not first class. You cannot accommodate and settle for things that are not first class. You have to make certain that you know that God is a God of excellence and everything that represents him must represent him in excellence. And so I charge and challenge you as you have been listening to this. Look over your life, make an assessment. What areas in your life you could do a whole lot better? Is it time? Is it developing the people? Is it the incompetence thing that you know you're dealing with but have to either put this person on a trajectory to give them training or to let them go? See, excellence starts with the leader and excellence flows down to the organization. If that leader operates at a high level of excellence, he or she attracts excellence to themselves. It is a very important principle of success. And often you have to teach it to people. You have to take your time and show people what you mean. In short, people come with their own understandings of excellence. If you ask someone to bring you some water, they might bring you a bottle of water. Someone else may bring you the bottle of water with a glass of ice. Someone else will bring you the bottle of water, pour the water into the glass of ice, give you a napkin underneath the glass. Everybody brought you water but they brought you water and a different understanding of excellence. The intent of excellence is set by the leader. What is the standard? And when you begin to explain, bring me water, pour it in the cup, make sure there's ice in the cup, and then make sure there's a napkin and make sure there's a coaster. All those different things, it becomes a part of the culture. People will do better if they knew better. I hope this blessed you. I want to thank you so much for tuning in today to Next Level Leader. And I hope you and your organization will always operate under the spirit of excellence. That's what we strive to do in Nashville at our church. Everything we do, it's got to be a spirit of excellence. In my life personally, I'm striving for that every single day as I hope you are. And I want to thank you. Let me know if it's blessed you. I'm at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. Let me know if you're being blessed by this. Send me a message and share this with at least 10 people. It's free. Tell them, download this podcast. You need this in your life. Next Level Leader will evolve you into the leader that you're supposed to be. Thank all of you so much. I truly appreciate you. And until next time, we pray God's blessings be upon you and yours. Be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting with you.